starting, Be'ezus Hashem, Daf Yates. We're going to be getting five lines from the bottom on Yud Chesim and Be'ez. So just to continue along with the parak started as a continuation from the last parak. Um, parak started and threw in that according to Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua is going to be moedid to Rabbi Gamliel when it comes to this idea of Pesha Asr, Pesha Hitter. Okay. Um, that even though Rabbi Gamliel <coughs> Even though Rabbi Yeshua argued on Rabbi Lozer and Gamliel, they did not hold of Migu to give her Nemenes by the case of Mishra Hassanin and Asti. So that even though there is a Migu there, so still, Rabbi Yeshua argues, he says Migu would not give you Nemenes. When it comes to a case of Pashas or Pashahitr, then it would give you Nemenes. Now, we previously mentioned there's two different ways to look at the concept of Migu. Um, Tesis holds that it's like a super migu. I'm sorry, there's two different ways to look at Pesha As or Pesha Hitter. That Tesis holds it's like a super migu. So even though Rishua doesn't hold a regular migu, but when you have such a, uh, you know, super migu of Ein Shar so then you would be Neman. Rashi seems to be mashma that it's something else. It's not really working as migu. And Tesis throughout, throughout these sugyas, and we're going to have Pesha As for like a week. Um, but within it, we're going to sprinkle in different ideas and that's really what we started yesterday. Um, Rashi and Tesis, every I mean, pretty much on every every daf, every yamin, he asks something about migu. Okay, so meaning it's clear that Tesis shita is that pesha also pesha heter is begeder migu works like a migu. However, Rashi it seems to be working um, more that it's a you're the provider of the information, you're you're the sole source and the provider of information. So therefore, we're going to believe whatever you have to say. But Akapanim yesterday we started the Mishnah um, had. Uh, this idea of Pesha Asr, how does it influence the Edim Haksuv Ma'ashtar? Okay, so meaning that Midar Raisa, what we know is Midar Raisa that if there's a star with Edim on it, that star could be collected on, that star would be considered verified Edus. Right? Edim Haksuv Ma'ashtar, Kimisha Nechkore, Dusam Bebezdin. Okay, so the Edus on a star, as far as we're concerned, works like real uh, bona fide Edus. However, the Rabbanon instituted this idea of kiyam shtaris, which means that just having signatures on a piece of paper uh, is, could be subject to forgery and the like, and therefore, that we required one extra step, and that is to be makayim the shtar, to say that it's verified. There's three ways of verifying the shtar, and we kind of addressed this yesterday, we brought this up yesterday, with a albeit smaller ilum, so <laughs> um, that there's three ways to be Makai Mishtar. Either the Adim themselves can come and say, yeah, that's our signature, okay, that works, or someone else can come and say, okay, those two Adims, I know what their signature is, and that's their signature. Either way, it's confirmation of the signatures on the Shtar. Al pi Adus, right, meaning people walking into Bezin, even either them themselves or somebody else. And the third way is if we have a previously verified Shtar that was kept in the uh, Bezdin archives, so then they can pull it out and say, okay, well, I have previously verified shtaris. So those are the three things. And when we discussed yesterday, where, which is essentially kiyam shtaris meeting peshas or peshaheter, if they aid them walk in to be makayim, their shtar, and they say that, um, yes, this is our shtar, abo katanam ayinu, anusim ayinu, psuliedis ayinu, right? They give some other reason to passle the shtar, since the only way we're going to be makayim the shtar is based on their words, so therefore, we're going to believe them Pesha Asr, Pesha Hitter. And that's what we're going to pick up today, and then we are going to branch off into a lot of different dinim in regards to Shtaris. Okay, this is, like we, we mentioned before, Ksubis is, uh, I don't know, Yeshivas is, 
was called, was called Shas Katan, and now we're going to be going through, as we continue our journey, we've discussed many different Shas concepts. Today we're going to talk all about Shtaris. So now, Tanarabana, we're starting fifth line from the bottom. Tanarabana, Einem Anam So this is, now Rashi points out, this is going on our mission, Arashi the Masnis in Pollock. Right, so the Reisha said that if the Adim walk in to be Makayim to verify their star that they had signed on, and they come and say, they say something that would puzzle, would puzzle the Edus, so they are going to be believed because Pesha or Pesha Heter. However, so holds they are not going to be believed, even though we're, they're coming in to verify what's written on the star, they're not going to be believed. The Chacham agree, the Chacham hold that they will be believed. That's like the title of our Mishnah. So essentially, what in our Mishnah seemed to be universally accepted is now going to be subject to a Machlekes from Meir and the Chachamim. So now, the Gemara wants to understand. So I understand the Rabbanon Shita, Shepesha Asr, Huapesha Heter. That's why it's listed, that's why it's brought here, right? We're discussing Pesha Asr, Pesha Heter. Therefore, um, the, since we, we are. Believing the Adim, we need their Adus to verify their signatures, to be Muxak the Shtaris, to make them collectible. So therefore we're gonna believe or listen to what anything else that they say at that time, even if it's going to result in them possibly the Shtar. El Rameyer, my taima. Why, according to Rameyer, why would we not believe what they're coming to say? Okay, what about Peshas or Peshadar? So the Gemara says like this. Now in our Mishnah, and yesterday when we, we discussed our Mishnah, we only discussed one aspect of our Mishnah. That is, there was three things that they came to say. Anusa mayinu, one of three things. Anusa mayinu, ketana mayinu, hayinu. So we just discussed Anus yesterday. So now, we have, but, but in order to understand our Meir Shita, we have to understand all three of those. Why aren't we going to believe their claims of Anusim? Why aren't we going to believe their claims of Ketanim? Why aren't we going to believe their claims of Suleyedus? We're a Karav or something that we're, right, there's a structural deficiency in our Edus that we were not proper, we were pus Suleyedus. So, Remeir, my time. Abishlam, Suleyedus. Okay, so let's, let's break it down, look at each one of the three. So, Suleyedus, Malvagufa, Meikaramedak, Dayak, Umachtim. So, when the Edim come and say, this is our signatures, but we are Suleyedim, we're not going to believe them because the Malva would never, that's something like a prerequisite to get Adim. What's the first question you're going to ask? Are they Psulim? Are they Kraivim? And if they're Kraivim, so then the Malva would have never used them. So every, every time there's a signature, Malva gufe me ikarak me dektaiku machtem. Okay, so that, that one's out. So therefore, I don't care what you say. I don't care that we needed you to be Makayan, your signatures. Lamaisa built into the basic tenets of how Shtaros are written, we would never have absolutely a the signing on there and therefore we're going to ignore what you say katanam nami so i when they tie know that we were not, kat- not going to go with what you say they're not based in no malva is going to use psuliadam and therefore i don't care what you have to say but is that easily verifiable now well i, to or, uh, I did so you have to work out the technicalities as to why it's not but but either way the, the idea here is that and w- the chiddush here is that what we're saying chazaka Chazaka, and Taisa says Chazaka, Makamigu, Pasha, also Pasha Eter is, and Taisa is going to, we'll bring this up in a second over here. Okay, so number one is, is Psuleyedus. Okay, so that's out. Kitanam Nami Kitarishim Ben Lakish. In other words, it's a far fetched claim. It, it's, it, it's, it's just not, in, in the world of Shtaras, it doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen, period. So you can't come and tie into something that doesn't happen. Okay. Okay, Kitanam Nami Kitarishim Lakish. So also to, for the Adam to come and say we were Kitanam. Also, now, 
Um, they say they're shakish like Yishim ben Lakish, Tamar Yishakish, Chazaka Eino Edim Chais Menal Ashtar that Edim don't sign on the star. Elam Kinasa Big Gadol. Okay. Now the the Mashmas is is that it's that they're saying like this that Lamaisa no. Katanim aren't going to practically sign an Ashtar. So it's, again, it's another Chazaka that doesn't happen. Psulim don't sign an Ashtar, and Katanim don't sign an Ashtar. And really, um, we say Kedur Shakish Tesis over here says that you could have said the reason is the same, that a person's not going to use Katanim. We use a different Lushan over here that um, it's, it's coming, it's tackling it from a different aspect that uh, it's just another Chiddush Shakish, but it would have really applied, Tesis says, meaning within Shtar, no one's going to use a Karav, no one's going to use a, a, a Katan to sign on a Shtar. And therefore, either way, you have this Chazaka, the Edom are not going to be believed. Okay, so again, and as we mentioned over here, so it sounds like Chazaka, right, we're going with Chazaka over Pesha, Asr, Tesis, at least the way Tesis understands it is a Migu or a Super Migu. So we have a Chazaka and that's going to override the Migu. The Edom are coming with a Migu saying we work on him. No, Chazaka is, you, sorry, it, it doesn't work. And then he says the problem is, Tesis says the problem is that in Baba Basra we discuss this, and right that it's a machlekes in Baba Basra, and he says v'tzarich ian the bayuhi b'parakama right. So over here it's mashma that we don't say migu um, right that that according to our mayor we don't say migu b'makam chazaka right chazaka that we won't have psuliyim on a star chazaka we won't have katanim on a star, and he says the problem is is that this is a shaila in the Gemara in Baba Basra. Um, however the Rashba here addresses, he says that not all chazakas are created equal. There are, that there are stronger chazakas and weaker chazakas, and there are chazakas that would supersede amigo. And the Gemara's over there is asking in regards to chazakas that there are within the gather of chazakas that don't, that don't. Okay, like we explained it here, that structurally nobody's, these things don't exist in the world of shtaris, ketanim and suliyed, signing, and therefore, when they, and that's what we're trying to say, chazaka, and therefore when the Adam come and say, yes, we signed it, however, Yes, we signed it. However, we were psuli edus or katana. We're not going to believe those. Okay, so let's now address our third one. El anusim. So el anusim, my timer. So what about anusim? Meaning when the when the edim come and say anusim ayinu. So why would Rameir hold if we're if we need them to if we need them to be mochsuk the shtaris? We need them to to give edus on their signature. Why wouldn't we believe everything else they have to say? Peshas or pesha hitter. So Amar of chista. Rav Chisda says, "Kasavra Meir Meir holds Edim she'amru lahem chasmu sheker v'al taharagu." Okay, v'al taharagu. So if we have a yaharig v'al yavar, okay. So meaning we tell the the Edim, uh, the Edim, right? Somebody puts a gun to the heads of the Edim and says, "Sign falsely," or okay, and then I won't kill you. Yaharagu v'al yachtemu sheker. That this is a yaharig v'al yavar. Okay, which is. Fascinating. Okay, before we get to Rava's question, he's going to say it's not true. All right, there's only three. So what's the, even the Havamina over here, right? We know that there is a Yaharag Valyavar. It's the big three. Signing Shekhar is not one of them. So the Rishayim struggled to address it. There is, the Rashidus Ramban is that there is a Brysa Chitsaina brought down. He says that there is a Shittas Rameyer that's attached to one of these places where we know the big three that Rameyer says that also... Rameyer says also on Gezel, that there, he adds a fourth one, and that's Rameyer Lishitasai now, that when it comes to Gezel, false Eidos on a star is within the category of Gezel, right? What's the false Eidos on a star? It's to try to, to try to get money out of somebody. So it's in the category of Gezel, and therefore that is Rameyer Lishitasai, according to what Rav Chist is saying. The other Rishonim um, say that there, there's another way to look at this, that even though it might not be Me'ikar Adin, still to Midas Chasidos, that there was a Midas Chasidos not to sign 
um, not, not to sign falsely. And even if it resulted in death, there was a means chasidus. And therefore, now, and then what you have to say is that, well, if they go ahead and said that we were forced to do this, right, under the threat of death, so then they violated Amidus Chasidus, that also could be within the category of Edom, Mason Asmai Russia. Now, before you go crazy, there are other Rishonim that don't agree with that. They have another shot at exactly how to work it out, that it's not really it's Chasidus, but Mitzad themselves, they thought they were Rishonim. But the point is that, that and you can't say Edom, Edom, Mason Asmai Russia, um, but the point is that this is something that's uh, very well discussed in the Rishonim. Um, and, okay, again, so Rishonim is saying, that, so we have all three, right? In other words, what did Rameyer say? Rameyer said, we had a machlekes. We're in our Mishnah, I'm just going to tie us back and then we'll propel us forward. Okay, in our Mishnah, we had, it seemed to be universal that when the Adim come, if, we, if they're going to be Mekayim, their service, they're believed to be Mekayim and say, this is our signature, so too we're going to believe everything else. They say, Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitter, even if they come and say, Ketan Mayinu, Anusa Mayinu, Psuleidus Hayinu. Okay, Rameyer came to argue on that concept. So Katana and Psuli Edus, that we said is a Chazaka, right? The reason why we're not going to believe them is because it's a Chazaka that the, the Shtaras don't exist with Psuli Edus or with Katanim, they're not going to sign on it. And when it comes to Anusim, Rav Chista held it's because it's Yarek Valyavar. Okay, therefore, can't do it. Okay, you have to, and, and, and again, you'd run into the same issue. Just like if we said in Rami Bar Chama, if they came and they said, Anusim Hayinu Machmas Mamayin, Okay, that we said, we're not going to believe them. If it's Yahari Bal Yavar, then you can't sign falsely under any circumstances. And therefore, it's Ainan the Russia. And that is why our mayor holds, we're not going to believe them. Rabbi says, one second. Let's say they came to ask a Shiloh. Okay, let's say the person holding the gun to their head said, go ask your rabbi if you're allowed to do this. So, Amrina Lahu, we would say, No, it's not true. We would tell them, go, go sign the star falsely. Don't let yourself be killed. Because there, there's nothing, right? Pikuach Nefesh is more important than anything except for the big three, Bilmad. So, Hashla the Chasmu, Amrina Lahu, Amai Chasimusu. Okay, now that they went ahead and they signed on their own, in other words, we would, this is the way we would paskin for them anyways. There's no Havamina to say Yaharag Val Yavra over here. So Ella, so Rav has come up with a different reason. Again, why, according to Rameyer, would we not believe the Edim, Pesha or Pesha Eter, if we're believing them to be Mekayim, their signatures, why wouldn't we believe them to say Anusim Ayinu, El Tamdur Rameyer, Kitarav, Hunam Arav, Damarav, Hunam Arav, Maide Bishtar Shekasu, Ein Sarach Lekaimai. Okay, so that what? That we're just, we're, ma- we're making one big giant ukimta, says, that, that's, that's, that's what um, Rava is saying over here. And in our Mishnah, we're talking about a very specific case, the Bryce, I'm sorry, where a mayor holds, we're not going to believe them. You know we're not going to believe them? We're not going to believe them when the Leva had already agreed to the Shtar. Okay, so now we don't need the Edom anymore because we don't need Kiyam Shtaris anymore. And now we've basically, it's like I said, one giant who came down this whole entire case. And that is that when the Leva comes ahead and says, I agree, this is a valid star. We don't care what the Adam have to say anymore. I no longer need Kim Shtaris. I no longer need the Adam. Since I no longer need the Adam, then I'm not going to believe the Adam. The Rabbanon will argue on that concept and say that no, Kim Shtaris is a real thing, right? In the category of legal documents in Besdin, we need Kiyom Shtaris. And I don't care that the Leva was Maida. Still, there is a concept of Kiyom Shtaris. So essentially, what this Brisa is, is not a Brisa in Yaharag Val Yavar, and it's not a Brisa in, in, in Chazaka. Well, essentially, what this Brisa is, is 
when there is, and I said, today we're going to discuss Shtaris, right? It's not really within Pashas or Pashahater. It can touch that, but the core of this Machlikis and the Brisa is when I have a Shtar, and we know that the Rabbanan Chazal instituted Kiyam Shtaris, what happens if the Loiva comes and says, right, the borrower says that it's a valid loan document, I owe that money, so then do we still need Kiyam Shtaris? If we still need Kiyam Shtaris, then we're going to listen to what the Adim say, even if it's going to result in the Pasling, Pashas or Pashater. Everybody agrees to that. If you hold it, you don't need Kiyam Shtaris, then I no longer need the Adim, just like if, just like if the Adim tried to come to Bezdin to say something about the Shtar after we had already been Muxuk the Shtar in some other way other Adim, or another star that we had. So again, at that point, I no longer, if I no longer need the Adim, I'm not going to listen to what that has to say to Apostle the star, and that becomes the Machlekes over here in the Brisa. So, so that's the reason for Mayor, all three reasons, we're falling off the... We're falling off of that, yes, correct. Now, according to Rava, yes. Yeah. Rabbi Chista would argue and say, no, this is, this is a, right, that, that is what it, but, but according to Rava, yeah, that's what the Gemara is going to Maskana. Now... What are you using this sh- the star for? Uh, using the stars to prove that loan was there. The, the lo- Lova is um, Lova is saying I did borrow the money. So what's the what, what is the thing? Oh, uh, so, so, so good, good point. So Rashi, Rashi discusses. So he says like this that, that because the Lova might come and say it's a good star, but paratev I paid. Yeah. So so and therefore the the then is is that if the Lova comes and says it's a good star, but paratev we're not going to believe him. So now depending on if it's a good star would depend on whether he'd have a time of parativ. So again, if it's not a good star, if we still need Kiyomedim, if the Leiva comes and says it was a good star, but parativ, since, since we know, since it's not a good star, so then he would be Neman Leiva parativ. That's what would come out. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great point, right? So again, if the star, if the Leiva is coming and saying that it was a good star, but parativ, so now if I don't need Kiyom Shtarais, then we don't believe him to say I paid back the star. But if we do need Kiyom Shtarais, then I'm going to have to believe him, even though he says it's a valid loan, since without the Kiyam Shtaris coming from a different, a different place, we would believe him to say Paratif. That's the Nafkamino, that I paid the Shtar back. Well, then there's a Pesha Asr, Pesha Asr, Pesha Asr, Pesha Asr, No, because we don't say Pesha Asr. So that, that is going to get, that gets into the heart of the matter in regards to Shtaris. We don't say Pesha, Pesha Asr, Pesha Hitter in regards to the Loiva. Because, because, um, oh, he has a right, he, because his Pesha Asr was Mekuyim the Shtar, and meaning when the Adim, you have to look at it differently. When the Adim, you're, you're attaching to, the Adim are integral to the Shtar. Yeah. Okay, so when we, if, since if we need the Adim to be Mekuyim the Shtar, so if they say Pesha Asr, Pesha Hitter, we'll have to listen to them. As far as the Loiv is concerned, over here, he could say I, n- n- that I borrowed the money, but I paid it back. So again, he, if, if, if we don't need the Leuven to be Mochzuk the Shtar, if we don't need him to be Mochzuk, I'm sorry, if we need him to be Mochzuk the Shtar, so even if he said I, I paid it, yeah. if he, even if he says I borrowed it, but I paid it, so since we need somebody else to be Mochzuk the Shtar, so then you definitely don't have a Pesha also Pesha right there, over there. Because it's relying on somebody else. And even still, like I said, I think, I think there's a difference. When it comes to the Adim, the Adim themselves, the Adim themselves, they are the Shtar. They're the Adis that this loan occurred. Yeah. And therefore, those are Pesha Asr, Pesha Eter there. As opposed to the Leva, that there is still, like, like uh, Senator said, there's still a Shtar there. And yeah. we're not gonna, I don't think we're, gonna, we're not going to give the Leva Pesha Asr, Pesha Eter.
to say parati. Okay, but that goes deep into the sugya of shtaris. Um, we're getting into the sugya of shtaris, but I guess not that deep. Gufa, I'm a rav. Huna, I'm a rav. So again, let's go into this idea. The is shekasfu, which we now said according to Rabbi Tzmachlekes Rameyer and the Rabbanon, <coughs> that you don't have to be makayimit. Okay, the loiva admitting to the star is enough. This is you trying to pull a fast one on us? What do you? You're coming and saying this as a halacha, right? Rav. Now the way we just explain this according to Rava. Whose shita is this? This is the Rameyer shita. Adas Yechida. So you're coming and saying, you should come out and say that I hold like Rameyer. Das Yechida. You're coming and saying this as if it's a universal halacha when it's really, in essence, a machlekes between Rameyer and the Rabbanon. And in fact, you're coming to say like a shita's yachid. So, isvir lach kirameyer, emalach kirameyer. If you hold like Rameyer, so come out and say it. I hold like a das yachid. Das yachid, can I get the rabbin? Amr <coughs> So, so, um, so, yeah, I'm sorry, Rav Huna, so Rav Huna said back to Rav Nachman, Umar, you Rav Nachman, Okay, how do you hold? You're having issues with me coming and saying, what do you hold? So Rav Nachman says, Rav Nachman says, when we talk, I have this, if let's say they come, we have the situation. So we Armin we say Zilu Kaimu Okay, that go ahead and be Makaim the Shtar, and then then we'll accept the Shtar as Adus. Meaning Rav Nachman argued on Rav Huna Rav said, and he held that no, like Shitas Chachamim, that even if the Leiva is Moedah B'Shtar Shakasvu, still you need that you need Sarach Lekaimai, you need that that Shtar still needs to be Mekoyim. Okay, and that was when Rav Nachman Paskin. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Okay, so let's move on. Next in the world of Shtaris that we're going to discuss over here. Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Ha'emer Shtara Manahu. Zeh. So let's say a person, right, the Edim come and say, well, we'll have to see. Let's say, who, who says it? We'll see in a second. So Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav. Ha'emer Shtara Manah. Now what's a Shtara Manah? So there's a Shtar that exists, and that's a loan document. What a Shtara Manah is, that let's say, almost, almost like a letter of credit sort of idea, that let's say the leva, right? So I, I'm a borrower, and you're going to need money for a business deal when, when, when I get the right deal. So I go to a malva and I say, look, um, I, want, I, I want to borrow money. And the, malva, and, and the malva says, and he says, well, okay, when do, you want, when do you want to borrow? I don't know, when I find the goods. So what he does is he cre- pre-creates a loan document that the malva holds on to um, so that, that when they need, they don't have to go ahead and get a cipher and write a document. So when the life actually needs to borrow the money, so he can just give him the money because he's already, the Malva's already holding a loan document, okay? So it's, it's dated for, you know, right now, they write the document when they have time. And this way, when I need the loan, I don't have to start there, I don't have to sit and, and, get, and get the document already, everything's ready to go, and the Malva can just give him the money. Now, obviously, the Loiva trusts the Malva, but as we're going to see, this Shtara Mana idea is not a good idea. The Rabbanon discuss it. Uh, very harsh, they come down very harshly. But essentially what the person is tining when he says it's a shtara mana, he's saying it's not really a valid loan document. It was a pre-loan loan document and the loan never existed later. So essentially he's trying to say that it's a puzzle loan document, right? That's what's going on. So, you're not going to be believed. So the Gemara says, who is tining that it's a shtara mana, meaning that it's a loan document written for a loan that never took place. 
So in so if you want to say the Leiva says is Pshita, Kol Kamino, why should we believe him? Of course he's going to try to tiny that and get out of the loan. So Malva. So the Malva says, you know what? I never actually loaned the money. So the says, what do you mean he's not Neman? Tava love bracha. He's giving the guy a gift. That means if the Adim come and say that we signed on a loan document for a loan that never took place, okay, which is also going to be a problem of Ain Adam Mesim Atzmai Russia. Okay, so we have to try to understand this. Something like this. If the loan was verified, so we, of course we're not going to believe them. Okay, so of course we'll never believe them. I don't care. This is another form of saying, this is not that different than saying, it's another form of saying that this is not a valid loan document. So and if and if they don't, then we amayla mehemni. Why shouldn't they be believed? We should say pasha or pasha hitter. Okay. So the Gemara says Simon Bash. We're gonna have three answers to uh, to three three answers to say who who is not who is tining that it's a shtaramana. <coughs> so I'm a rabbi la'ilam de kamar loiva. The loiva is the one that says shtaramana. I right. What did we say? Pshita. Of course, the loiva is not going to be believed. He's trying to basically uh, invalidate this loan document. So, okay, then what's going on over here? That the Leiva says, you're right, I wrote this document. I, I, I wrote this, it's a valid document. So, or not. Yet, what we're saying is that he is, even though he is believed to verify that it's a loan document based on him, and therefore in the Shita that holds, you don't need. You don't need anyone to be muchzuk the star. You don't need anybody else. The loyva already validated the star. So even though we believed him to validate it, we are not going to believe him to, in, to invalidate it, okay? Invalidate it as basically saying it's a star mana. So we believe him to say that it's a valid loan document that, it's, uh, that he signed it and he commissioned it. However, we're not going to believe him to say that it was a star mana. Okay? Um, and over here, the, again, it seems like Rashi seems to be saying there's some sort of similar sort of a chazaka sort of idea. So this is really, right, it goes to your question of what we should say, Pasha Asa, Pasha Hitter. He says, It's not done. Right? So it's similar to what we tried to say in Ramey or according to Chista. There's certain things that are like built into the world of Shtaris that are just not done. So I don't care what you tie up. So yes, yeah, so I'm going to listen to what you have to say we're not going to eat kim shtaris, but it's not done. We don't, okay? Let's try. The malva is the one saying, right? The, the lender is the one saying that it's a shtaramana. So the Gemara said, well, what do you mean? He should be believed, right? Why? He's essentially giving him a gift. He's saying it's a shtaramana. He's saying, the malva is saying it's a shtaramana. He's giving him a free pass saying, I'm not going to collect it. The loan never happened. That's essentially what you're saying. So, no, over here, because it's going to impact somebody else, meaning that Ruvain, Ruvain, let's say Ruvain borrowed money from Shimon, Shimon, um, Shimon, Shimon, Ruvain borrowed money from Shimon, Shimon borrowed money from Levi. So now Shimon over here is the Malva. So he's saying that it's, 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 he's essentially invalidating the loan document, okay, when that, the loan is pledged from the Malva to somebody who he owes money to. And this is what we call Shibudurim Nasan. Borrowed money from Ruben. Ruben borrowed money from Shimon. Ruben borrowed money from Shimon. Shimon borrowed money from Levi. 
So now Shimon is going ahead and saying that Ruvain's loan wasn't a real loan. Why? He's, so it does impact somebody else. It's not a gift because it's going to impact the money he owes to Levi. Levi is, was going, going to take that loan document and collect directly from Ruvain by Shimon stepping in and saying it wasn't a real loan, so now he can't collect. It's Makam going to Chav Lachem. Rav Nassim, this idea of Shibud Rav Nassim. The Tanya Rav Nassim, I remember Nayan Lenoisha Bechaveira. Somebody who lends money. So how do we know that we can skip, again, we can skip, there's a loan from Levi to Shimon and Shimon to Ruvain. Okay, so how do we know we can just skip Shimon and Levi can go directly to Ruvain? So that is Okay, so we learned it from a Pasuk that according to Rab Nassim, you can go ahead and collect it this way. And therefore, we are talking about the Malva. The Malva is going to invalidate the loan and essentially mess over Okay, Levi in this situation. Ravashi Yamar Amri Edim. So, or the third one, right? We said the, we said that whoever says Shtar Amana is not believed. Who is saying it? So now we brought an uh, example of why the Leva and why it's not Pshita, why the Malva and why it's not a gift. And now we're going to have that the Edim. Ravashi Yamar de Amri Edim with the Ink Sab Yadam Makam Acher. Okay, and we're talking about a situation where their Sab Yadam is not verified. So we should say Pesha Asr Pesha Hitter. They should be believed to invalidate the star, just like we said in the Mishnah. Okay. Why? Because that a person is not allowed to have one, that these are bad documents. Okay. These are, uh, uh, the, right? The, 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 the Pasuk says, that you should not have dwelling in your Ohelecha, in your house, Avla. So we see that if the Edim say that it was an Amana, meaning that the loan, essentially they're saying the loan never happened. Okay, so since we see that the entire concept of Ashtar Amana is an Avla, it's not supposed to be done. You're not supposed to have loan documents for loans that never took place. Therefore, the Adam that signed on it were never supposed to sign on it. And therefore, just like we said, Adam the Mason asked by Russia, just like we had a new Kimta, Barami Barachama, that said in the Mishnah that we're only going to believe the Adam when they say Anusim is if it's Anusim Machmas Nefashas, but not Machmas Momen. Why? Because they're not supposed to do that. Adam the Mason asked by Russia. So, to over here, if the Adam signed, they come and they say, you know what, this is our signatures, but it was Ishtar we're not going to believe them because Adam the Mason Atzmai Russia. Okay, So similar idea, so again, we're talking about shtaris that one should not have. Another one is a shtar parua, meaning that after the loan is paid back, don't keep it lying around. Run into issues where someone will try to collect on it again. So, Why? Again, we're going to use the same puzzle. It's an avla, right? It can come to, to create an avla. Okay, in Eretz they would say, B'Shem Rav, Im Avon Biyadecha, if you have an Avon, right, a, some sort of Avera in your hands, Harchiku, what is that referring to? Zeh, Shtar Amana, Ushtar Pasim. So now we have other sorts, right? So we, we now have Shtar Parua, right, which was a valid loan who just already was collected. It was, essentially, it was already collected, and therefore, you shouldn't keep it around. Shtar Amana, like we said, was a um, loan, a loan document for a loan that never actually took place yet. And what Shtar Pasim? Shtar Pasim is, let's say you have a guy who, who uh, right, he needs to go apply for a mortgage, so he has to show that he has a lot of assets. So he goes to a guy and says, do me a favor, write me a, a, a document that you owe me $25 million, and then I can show it to the bank, and I look like a rich guy. Okay, so again, it's a false document for a specific purpose, 
get into the fraud issues, but okay, for a specific purpose, that is what a star possible is. Again, another idea of an, another bad idea star. Okay, another avla. Val tishkan by lecha avla zeshtar parua. Now, so. We had a machot, right? So when we said, So according to the man, and as we're going to see soon, that star perua had some legitimacy for, for, for existing. It was a valid document, and there is some purpose even to a star perua. However, star amana should never have been written. Don't write the loan document until there's a loan. So he wants to say that a shtar perua, and essentially these amaraim, every machlekes, is a shtar perua considered an avla. Shtar amana for sure, yes. Shtar perua, he wants to say if, it could be that only a shtar amana is considered an avla, but a shtar perua is not. Why? So the normal standard idea is let's say when there's a loan taking place, so you have a malva and a leva, who pays the fees? Uh, you know, the, the court fees. Who pays the, the fees for the cipher to write the star? So the lawyer is supposed to pay for it. He borrowed the money, so he's supposed to pay for it. Now, what happens if everything, they're coming to settle the loan, and the lawyer, the lawyer never paid, so he came to pay back the loan. He didn't have enough money to pay the, the fees for the cipher to write the star, the court fees, the legal fees. So he didn't have the money. So the Malva says, okay, you know what? You'll pay me that later. I'll lay out the money. He holds the star perua to get those, that, that money, the, the, essentially the fees, the transaction fees, or the, you know, the court fees, the legal fees. So there is, an, and that was a standard practice, and therefore, it's not such an avla to keep a shtar perua. There is a legitimate, valid reason to have a shtar perua, as opposed to a shtar amana, okay, or a shtar pasim, those should never exist in general. Those shouldn't be here. Itmar, similar sort of idea that we're going to expound on this pasuk. Sefer she'inamuga, let's say you have a sefer. Okay, Rashi says, turn to be a muksuvim, that is not checked. For 30 days, you're allowed to keep it around. Why? So again, we'll give you a 30-day period to go ahead and, and check it and make sure there's no errors. But after that, you can't keep these things lying around. Okay, So let's say, Rav Nachman says, so as we discussed, the Edom come and they say, you know what, this is a valid star, but it's a star amana, okay, which in itself is an avla. So we said, the Mason Russia, like we explained, they're not going to be believed. And here's another sort of idea. What's a maida? Maida is that let's say, let's say people, for whatever reason, were forced to agree to something. They were forced to sign on something. They were forced to say, I bought this, I sold it, whatever it is. So they can go ahead later and issue a maida. They can, so somebody puts a gun to their head or whatever, they're, they're put into a situation where they have to sign on something. They can immediately go to Bezin and, and issue a maida. I'm hereby saying, testifying in front of the court, that whatever I did five minutes ago was done under duress and I never really meant to sell my field. I never really meant to do that. Okay, that's what's called a shtar maida. So, Rav Nachman says, That if the Edom come and they say, and they say that, um, and, they, and they come and they say that it's a, that, let's say, for instance, a shtar, right? Rashi says, Im shtar mecharhu, va'amru Edom achsumim bai, ha'moycher masa marda b'fanenu, v'reinu einsai v'ikarnu bai. Okay, so the moycher said, basically, he was forced to write a shtar ma- a star mechira, but he never really intended to. That's not what he wanted to do. He was forced to. So therefore, 
um, we're, we're not, we're not going to believe them. Okay, it's a similar sort of idea of them undermining a star. However, okay, then Amana, that I agree with you when it comes to a star Amana, like we said, it's an Avla, they're not going to be believed. Okay, but um, by a Maida, we will believe them. Why? My time, Okay, because this concept of Maida exists, and therefore the Adim are legitimately signing on a star Maida. Maida is a real idea. That's the only way. When you're in an Aina situation, what else are you supposed to do? I was being forced, somebody put a gun to my head to sell the field. So I sign the star, and then I go to Bezdin and say, I never had any Maisa or Maida. I know I had, there's a star that I signed five minutes ago that sold my field, but understand that I was forced. So Maida is a legitimate way, it's a legitimate out, and therefore, even though it's, it itself is an undermining of a legal contract, since it's a legitimate undermining of a legal contract, therefore we are going to leave the Adem to say... Because it's, they're discussing whether or not this is, it's not really made some outs by Russia. This is the legitimate way. It's a legal undermining of the system. So it's legal. That's, that's what they're saying. Therefore, since it's legal, this is the way it's structured. I understand that it's, it's not a good look and it's an undermining, but this is the way to deal with it. So what about, let's try this. Tanai, again, Rav Nachman was the one that said, whether you said Amanim, Amanahayu Devarenu, or you said Maidad Devarenu, Amanim. So now they asked Rav Nachman, but Rav Nachman, Tanai, Tanai Hayu Devarenu, Mahu. So let's say, the Adam come and say, that yes, this is a legitimate star, but there was a Tanai, and the Tanai wasn't met. So essentially you did the same thing. The Adam came along, there was a regular star, didn't say anything about a Tanai. He sold him as the ex, right? He borrowed money, okay. But there was a Tanai attached to it. The Adam come and say, yes, this was legitimate, but there was a Tanai. So essentially, they've accomplished the same thing. If a Tanai that wasn't met, they've un- just gone ahead and undermined the document again. Because Maida and Amana come directly, and are, right? When I come ahead and say it's a Shtar Amana, I'm saying the loan never happened. When I, when I give a Maida, I'm saying this Mechira was never a valid Mechira. So I'm, I'm attacking directly the Shtar that exists, and therefore we're going to say it's no good. Guess what? You know what Tanai does? Tanai also undermines it. Yes, it's a two-step process. We're saying that sale occurred, but it occurred all Tanai. So if the Tanai wasn't met, then you are ma'aker, the sale that, or the loan or whatever it is that occurred in the document. Maybe you say that Tanai works differently. Even though it accomplishes the same thing, you're not directly undermining the document. You're... You're, you're giving color to the transaction w- that will result in the document being undermined, but you're not directly doing it. So, Okay, so you know what Rav Nachman, you know what Rav Nachman answered? Yes, that really a Tanai would undermine, and therefore, you know what we tell them? Go be Mekayim the Tanai, and then we're going to hear your case. Okay? So the Tanai is written in the Shtar? No. The shtar? no, 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 it's not written in the Shtar. That's exactly what the Edom are coming. The, the, right, that's the problem. The, there's a star that said, uh, A sold something to B, right? Ruben sold something to Shimon. Right. Now the Edom come and say, yes, I understand, Ruben sold to Shimon, but it was done all tonight. All tonight, then he pays him within a week, and it wasn't paid. So when Nachman's like, yeah, we actually, so according to Nachman who holds that when you have a Maida or a Mana. So we said that the Edom are not going to be believed because the, we're not going to believe the Edom when it's going to result in them undermining for something that shouldn't be done. 
So the question is, when the Edom come along and say, Tanai, is it something that shouldn't be done or not? So Rav Nachman is saying that no, even though I hold that Amana and Maidah is something that shouldn't be done, Tanai is something that can be done. However, practically speaking, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the Edom and say, yes, there was a Tanai there, and then I'm going to go tell the Baladinim that we're not undermining the Tanai, go fulfill it. We're not undermining the Shtar. So if you want to know, the Shtar comes in front of me, I tell them, go fulfill the Tanai. Edom or Tanai, so let's say you have two Edom, okay? Again, they're, now they're both coming, they're coming to... Um, be, uh, you know, verify their signatures. However, one aide says it was a tenai. Ve'ed amar eno tenai. Amar Rav Papa. So Rav Papa says, Tarvayu b'shtara ma'al yakam masahadi. They are both coming, at this point, they're both coming and they're verifying the shtar. Ve'ed amar tenai. So the one guy who says that there was a tenai, havalechad. Now he's a das yachid against the shtar. The shtar on the surface had no tenai in it. So when you are coming as one aide and you're coming to say, that, that there was a Tanai, you're essentially going against the Shtar. The Shtar said, this is what happened. The Tanai is essentially saying, oh yeah, big caveat here. Only if X, you're essentially undermining it. And therefore the Eid Echad, Tanai Havalechad, Ve'ein Dvarv Shal Echad, Remakam Shnayim. So that is Rav Papa Shita. However, Maskevla Rav Huna Bereder of Yeshua, Ihachi, if that's true, then Afilu Tarvayu Nami, that we shouldn't believe both of them when they come and say, if you want to say that the way it's working is when the two, when the two Adem come, they're Makayim the star, good star, then when he says, by the way, one eight says Tanai, that he's going against the two, one of them being him that had signed on it, that was Makayim the star, well, guess what? With two and two, it shouldn't work either. If, that, if you're saying it's like a two-step process, Mekayim the star, now I'm arguing on it, oh, well, guess what? Trey Trey is not going to be believed either, right? So you can't come against something that was previously established. So therefore, it would make no difference. Elamai, so he says, Elamai, hani ka'asi. No, the way it works is when we believe you, when we believe the Tanai, it's not that you're Makayim the Shtar and then you're saying there was a Tanai. No, it's, it goes to the heart of the matter. It's all happening within your Kiyam Shtaris, right? It's, you're calling, you're modifying or essentially the Edus that's in the Shtar and therefore, whether it's one or two, you're both integral to the Kiyam Shtaris and therefore, we're, if we believe Tanai, we're going to believe it based on one Edus or two Edus and he argues on the that that we will believe if we believe Tanai, like Rav Nachman is saying, that we will believe the Edom when they say Tanai, even if only one of the Edom says it's a Tanai, we're going to believe him as well.